Welcome to Postcast, the Utah Jazz. Two-game win streak falls to the L.A. Clippers as they play their first game without Mike Conley, and it was evident. 121-114 is the final. Lots of different things led to this one as the Jazz fell to the Clippers tonight. I have the final score wrong on the bottom of the screen here, but that's all right. We're talking about it on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Jazz fall 121-114 despite what the screen says. I don't know where what box score I got that was wrong that I put it up, but anyway. Uh, so this story, bunch of stories kind of on this one. The first one was transition defense was really a problem that dug the hole that the Jazz actually pulled themselves out of but might have been too much to overcome, if that makes sense. The Jazz trailed by as many as 17. They did have a five-point lead going into the fourth quarter when then other issues came out. But the first part of the night is that through three through the first half of the game, the Clippers were in transition 26% of their possessions. League average is like 15%. So just a crazy number. And they were scoring 1.9 points per possession. What happened in this game... I thought the Jazz did not got so beat in transition so badly I, I, early. What I thought so early in me was the speed. Without a doubt, it was the speed. Guys that were running up and down the floor. Even though they wasn't getting a lot of fast break points, they were still scoring early, getting into the offense. You could see that Powell was enjoying a great night. That early screen, being able to um, turn the corner, get a mid-range jump shot. And there was a number of times where he got all the way to the rim. Uh, fourth quarter, Jackson kind of turned it on. He was going underneath the screen, so he started knocking down some shots. Those two guys really made the difference in the ball game. You know, we opened the broadcast talking about the lack of off-the-bounce three-point shooting in the Clippers, and actually Reggie Jackson, who was four, four of 18 so far this year on off-the-bounce threes, did mm-hmm. hit a bunch of them later in the game, and it probably makes some sense there that the Jazz actually were going under those screens to dare them to make those shots. Those are shots they had not been making this year. Yeah, 9 for 24 for the Clippers as far as three-point shooting, and as you mentioned, off-the-bounce threes, it's, it's, it's not something that, you know, they, they do a lot of. They're um, not very good at. Yeah. Morris in the fourth quarter, didn't see a lot of him. Um, Wall in that fourth quarter didn't see a lot of him. Yeah, so after his eight turnovers and his three turnovers to start <laughs> right. the, that ignited the Jazz to open the third quarter, he got right. a little quiet. So, so, I mean, it was a good fight. The Jazz fell behind, as we said, by 17, and then they worked their way back up to a five-point lead. So the disappointing part is that the fourth quarter, and there was just some bad stretches in there. And how much of that was no Mike Conley? Well, a lot of it, you know, because he does settle the team down. He does make some things happen. There was a couple of lazy plays there that uh, got the Jazz in trouble. Uh, that if the Jazz would have scored on that possession, I'm talking about the one Alenic. Yeah. In, in that case, Conley probably would have had the basketball. But Alenic got a little lazy on on a play, and and the platoon aggressively comes up with it and goes down to score. And I think that put him up seven. Whereas the Jazz would have scored, probably would have been a two or three point ball game. Those were big. There were a lot of big swing plays in this game, and the big swing plays have gone the Jazz way. It's hard to tell whether it's all Mike Conley. Obviously, Clippers without Paul George tonight, but the guard line of Reggie Jackson and Norman Powell were the story. Thirty for Norman Powell, twenty-seven for Reggie Jackson. It's interesting. Those are the two guys that have had to sacrifice the most this year. Reggie Jackson is taking six fewer shots than he took a year ago. Norman Powell is taking five fewer shots than he did a year ago. Those guys relish the opportunity tonight without without Paul George. And just think about that, David. These are guys that if they were not on, if this team wasn't as loaded with the number of talent that they have, not saying that they're any better than the Jazz, but they do have a lot of talent, which means that their minutes are down, their shots are 
per game is down, so they have to adjust their game. Often you talk to Will Harding, talk about the role of star players having to adjust their game and, and learn how to play without the basketball, those type of things. And so a little different team, even though they're very talented. Um, we'll see what they're like, you know, later on in in the season. Well, obviously we'll see what Kawhi is still a shadow of himself. He was just 4 of 11. thought Lowry Markkinen was wildly impressive tonight with his fight uh, and his play tonight. He, he just battled, fierce battle throughout the game. He's going to battle all the time. I think I think that's the way he, he knows how to play. Um, he gets hit a lot and you know sometimes he can play up above the rim but you know he has a, a, a complete basketball game. He ended up playing quite a few minutes tonight, almost 39 minutes, and that's the season high, that's for sure. Out of necessity, he had to play that. But just look at the starting lineup. 38-32-39 for Clarkson. Right. Three games in four nights. That's a lot of minutes for these guys. Jazz have played more games than anyone in the NBA, more road games than anyone in the NBA, and more games against above 500 teams than anyone in the NBA. And they might have felt that a little bit tonight with that kind of a minute load on this and, one. And the thing is, I'm sorry, that – the Jazz are in the same position they were last year at this time as far really? as one, one, wins and losses. So, well, feels feels very schedule. different, certainly, with expectations differently. Last time, every time there was a loss, it was catastrophic. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about um, the overall point guard play. Let's dig into that a little bit, Ron. So, no Mike Conley. This is going to be a reoccurring thing for a little while. This team does not really have a backup point guard. That's the way the roster has been built. There's Mike Colin Sexton's not a point guard. He's a scorer. Right. So Jordan Clarkson's had to slide over to really be the starting point guard tonight. Um, and then Taylor Horton Tucker, who has never been thought of as a point guard, is really the backup point guard. Then Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was really a two at Virginia Tech. New Orleans tried to play him as a one unsuccessfully. He played nine minutes tonight. He didn't fare particularly well. He went minus 14 in those nine minutes. What did you see out of the point guard play tonight? Uh, not enough. <clears throat> and... David, it, it's 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 hard to get enough out of guys that aren't used to playing um, that position. Now, the point is, can you get you got three guys that end up playing it? Now, can you duplicate one guy's performance? And and that's awfully hard to do. The leading assist player for the Jazz tonight was at the center position, and that's Vanderbilt. And they're trying to play the Vanderbilt with the ball in the hands because people have stopped guarding Jared Vanderbilt a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to move him into the middle of the court to be able to make some plays offensively um, to force teams to guard him a little bit. That is interesting that he's the leading assist guy um, in the ballgame tonight. And I'm, 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 I would imagine they're going to have to have a look at that as well because when you're, when you're playing him in the middle of the floor, that means that that drop center is in the middle of the floor there as well. Right. Uh, you play him out on the wings. Now he can't defend the top of the key. So it, it's it's something I'm sure they'll look at to see, uh, you know, if that's one of the adjustments they want to make there. Well, Will has been very creative in all that. It's all, you know, this is a big ass. Let's not understand. Maybe that's where we really should talk about it. Rather than evaluating and critiquing, which is certainly going to be a part of all these games without Mike Conley. The Let's talk about that. The ask level on Jordan Clarkson on Taylor Horton Tucker and Nikhil Alexander Walker to try to run this basketball team and make those decisions. Like what what Will really wants is them to just keep playing with the push. But at some point, you're still coming up a half court set, and you got to get things situated and playing. And it's a huge ask on these guys, and it's going to be interesting to see how that what, how much it impacts the rest of their games as well. That's a great point because if, when, when you're playing fast and you're playing in transition, um, that 
point guard is important, but you're still playing fast enough to where if you pass the basketball, you can make, make some things happen. But when you get in the half court, then things start to change. And so I, I totally agree with you there. Um, depending on how long Clark, uh, Conley's out, it's uh, it's going to be an adjustment and something the Jazz have to look at. I think the players can be impacted the most about this is Malik Beasley. Mike Conley and Malik Beasley had some magic going where Mike Conley really was finding Malik Beasley an awful lot. It's subtle, but I, I bet you if we look at his 10 three-point shots tonight compared to the 14 and 13 he's taken the previous nights, there's just a little less room tonight, a little less opportunity. Now teams are certainly going to glue in on him and, and guard him tightly, but I do have a feeling he's not going to have quite the same room he had and opportunities he's had the last two games. Yeah, and he's had some great room, and he's responded. I mean, just think the 13, 13, 14 three-point shots he's made here in the last couple of uh, couple of ball, couple of ball games. But you know, it's the comfortable. How comfortable are you? Are how comfortable are you when you get a chance to shoot a three? Um, when a guy's running at you, you know, whatever, and, and that has a lot to do with Conley being able to get the basketball to you timely uh, and in the right pocket. A lot of people on the chat room we see are asking about the call. Taylor Horton Tucker overturning the call. If we're being honest, it was when close. we saw the replay the first time, Ron Moon goes, ooh, that's close. <laughs> and if the hometown official is saying, ooh, that's close. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awfully close. And I, I thought that if they upheld the play, then it was because um, Coffee's right foot may have not have been planted. But, you know, as I've argued a point so many times, if you're between the man and the basket, who cares if that ball, if that plants, that foot's not planted? That was Tyler Ford's ruling was that he had official guard, he had legal guarding position, and then Taylor Horton Tucker ran him over. All right, two stars tonight, Ron Boone. Lowry Markinen is one of them. There's no question there. 25 points. Ten rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. He was terrific. Who's the other star for you tonight, Ron Boone? We don't have anyone other than Tucker that's in the plus. In, in the plus. Uh, Jordan Clarkson was plus seven. Oh, yeah. Jordan Clarkson is. So it's Filipino Heritage Night, don't you think? So we're going with Jordan Clarkson? <laughs> Why not? Some people are voting Taylor Horton Tucker tonight. <laughs> no. Taylor, four turnovers, two assists. I think I'm going Jordan Clarkson with you. Yeah. Lowry Markin and Jordan Clarkson are your two stars of the night tonight. On our opinion, feel free to chat in the chat room about that. Thanks very much for being a part of Postcast. Locked on Jazz will be with you tomorrow. Probably a little delayed because that maybe we'll do a live show tomorrow. Because, um, you know, because we get in at 3 o'clock in the morning tonight. Love those Los Angeles flights back to San Francisco. I mean, back to where are we going? <laughs> Salt Lake City. Back to Tuella. Have we played too much? Have we played too many games? Maybe. See ya.